Welcome to the Wealth with Purpose podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. Catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth with Purpose. Alex, how are you? I am very well, Ross. Good to be with you again. I am trusting that this next topic will be something that you're a long way from doing. Oh, no, I don't mean to say, say that in a, in, a, in, a, in a bad way, but uh, I'd like to think that we'll be able to have these conversations for, for some time to come because we're going through re- the retirement series. Absolutely. And uh, at the ripe age of 47, I would suspect that I am a few years away yet. (laughs) Well, having a look uh, this week at the Christian view of retirement and the big question, should Christians retire? Well, probably just to give listeners a bit of insight, we're going to chat about retirement, I think, for a couple of weeks, just so we know it's a big topic and we know people are worried about the future, given obviously, you know, Massive mortgages, high interest rates, you know, volatile markets. It's you know, a lot of people are concerned about this issue. Will I have enough? Mm. So I think it's a very important issue, obviously, to explore from a, a Christian perspective. But to answer your question, should Christians retire? Well, the fact of the matter is the Bible says nothing about uh, retirement. It's mm-hmm. basically silent on it. And I simply take the view here that as Christians, we're called to follow the model that we see in Genesis. You know, there's the the, the seven-day creation where you, we work for six days and you uh, rest on, on the seventh. And that, to me, should be the pattern of our lives. Now, that doesn't mean uh, that you uh, stop paid employment. You know, many people will be in jobs that are, are physical. Mm. You know, maybe you're standing up as a nurse or maybe you're driving a truck and those things are pretty hard to do when you're 85, right? So Mm. quite naturally, uh, there's a point when many, many people will cease work. In saying that, I love a particular psalm. It's from Psalm 71 Mm -hmm. and it's uh, verse 18. And to me, this is a, uh, a new way thinking about retirement rather than the kind of world's model which is basically you know hang up your boots go walk along the beach and grab a caravan Mm. (laughs) um that kind of thing this psalm i think challenges us to think differently so i'll read it out it says so even to old age and gray hairs oh god do not forsake me until i proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those to come now, what an awesome way, I think, to finish your life. When you're old, you've got grey hair, you mm. proclaim the might to the next generation. So your, your kids, your grandkids, um, you use that as a time to really finish well, you know, finish this life well, yeah. passing on the good news of Jesus to the future generations. And, of course, not just your family, but those around you, your community and so forth. There are so many ways... Uh, Christians can participate in society once they've ceased paid employment. And I always say to people also, you know, when you retire and, you know, particularly when you're, you know, you're less physically able, it's important to remember that uh, retirement is not God's waiting room. Mm. It's (laughs) God's engine room. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if if you're not physically capable of going off to work and doing all those things, you are capable of praying. And boy, is there a lot of things to pray for these days? Mm. Uh, you know, praying for family, praying for our country, praying for the world. You know, well, there's just so many things you can pray for. Yeah. And so I think uh, retirement 
uh, is not a time to, uh, to to give up and just chill out. It's a time to make sure we stay in the battle and run our race and finish well. That's right. Now, you mentioned in the last break, if the Bible doesn't promote retirement, uh, should we be planning for it? Mm, well, I think the answer to this one's very simple, and the answer is yes. Uh, you know, I've been giving advice for, well, a better part of over 20 years now, and uh, what I've discovered is that many people are forced into retirement. So for some people, it's ill health, and so they have to cease work prematurely. For others, uh, you know, they work in the corporate world, and after a certain age, you know, big corporates, you know, they go through downsizing, and uh, you can be made redundant, and often it's harder to get a job after a certain age. So I think there are lots of reasons to prepare for, uh, prepare for it financially. But as I said uh, in the earlier segment, you know, I think we need to have that biblical view. We need to think about how do we run our race we need to also change our perspective, I think, on work. You know, we often work, look at work as sort of this necessary evil that we have to do to pay the bills and pay the mortgage, when in fact it's actually a ministry. You know, when you get up and go to work, you're actually in ministry wherever God puts you, whether it's in a school or whether it's, you know, in a hospital or an office place, you know, you're in ministry. And so we mm. need to actually have a positive view towards work and see that as our mission field. Um, and of course, you know, if you are in work, because you know a lot of people want to retire because uh, they don't enjoy it. Well, maybe it's a chance while you're listening to this now to reflect and say, "Hang on a minute, maybe I need to change jobs rather than just get out of work and mm. uh, retire." So I think it's just a case of you do need to prepare financially simply because of the uh, realities that we all face as we get old. Uh, and we need to, I think, prepare so that we're not, you know, we minimise any burden, ideally not be a burden on others, whether it's family or government. And, uh, yeah, prepare adequately, but still run our race to the end and make sure we're being very productive and being good stewards with the time that God gives us on this earth. Let's uh, let's have some models for uh, alternative models of retirement, Alex. It's an exciting area because we can rethink this whole whole thing. As I say, rather than thinking of it as just purely this time of leisure, it, it's an opportunity to redo things and really manage our lives potentially differently in 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 the final you know the final quarter, if you like. Mm. So for different people, it'll be different things. So for some, it might be a transition from paid work to unpaid work. You know, you might do voluntary work. You might uh, participate with, uh, you know, your, your local charities. You may get more involved in the community. There's all sorts of things you can do that don't require money. And I can assure you there are many organisations that are begging for help. Uh, and so sure. if you don't need the money anymore, that's, it could be something you could to transition to and see that as a new ministry for your life. Mm. For others, uh, and this might be for everyone, I think it's probably a smaller group, would be transition to your own business. Maybe you, you, know, you leave uh, the, the big employment, the big employer, and transition to something small that you can do for uh, you know, well into old age. You know, I've been privileged uh, to be self-employed now for, ooh, I think, uh, 18 years, hard to believe. And uh, anyway, the good thing about it is I can do it well into old age, and so I will as long as I can. Mm. Um, for others... It might be transitional to vocational ministry. Now, just just to clarify that, I believe that when uh, someone becomes a Christian, they are now in ministry. You know, we are called to fulfil the Great Commission. Uh, we're called to go into the world and make disciples of the nation. And so whether you're a pastor or whether you're a nurse, teacher, a, an office worker, whatever you are, 
you're, you're in ministry. But for many people, you may leave those types of jobs and go into vocational ministry. Mm. Um, for some, it may be you have the same career. You just work. You just work less. You know, you're, yeah. you're getting older. You, have, you need a bit more time. You want to slow down. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. But if you love what you do, why would you, why would you quit? Yeah. And if you feel God wants you there, why would you, why would you quit? So mm. maybe it's the case of, you know, taking foot off the accelerator, reducing your workload, uh, a bit more time with family and other things, but continuing doing what you love. And then lastly, for others, it might be just a totally new career. Maybe there's things you've always wanted to do, feel maybe led to do, because I always think these things need to be spirit-led, but maybe have a, a new career, new, new options, uh, new adventures, you know, and make the most of the, the time you have. So lots of different ways of doing it, rather than just purely this leisure pursuit, which is how our society pitches it. Mm. Uh, my experience with that is that whilst many people do it, it often ends up very hollow. You can't do it every day of the week anyway. Um, and there are many other productive things uh, that we can be doing with our time. Mm. You know, ultimately, uh, we will find rest in eternity. <laughs> with, it's true. Get there. Well so uh, Good once point. again, I'm not saying you have to work five days a week in a paid job till the day you die, yeah. but merely that we just rethink this issue and consider mm. alternative models. Yeah, walking uh, along the retirement. beach and buying a caravan, the example you gave at the onset is not the uh, necessarily the best model there. Alex, thanks for your time. How can uh, our listeners get in touch with you if they want to talk uh, all matters money? Yeah, look, jump on welfarepurpose.com. That's our obviously our website and lots of resources on there. People can either reach out if they've got specific questions or need specific help, but there's truckloads of resources there to keep people busy and to learn more about what the Bible says about money with a practical application. Fantastic. We love that. The practical application of it all. We will continue going through this retirement series next week. Alex, thanks for your time. My pleasure, Ross. Great to be with you. Thanks for tuning into the Wealth with Purpose podcast. For more great biblical wisdom and free resources, please visit www.wealthwithpurpose.com.